Welcome to Zikhma Daf Simani member by Ram Goldar and today Mazakas Kadushan Daf Samak Zain, the third Paraka Omer. This Daf has been sponsored as a schus for all the men, women, and children in Eretz Yisrael who have been taken hostage, that they be quickly freed, and for all those injured in the attacks, that they should have a refuah shlema. So the three Daps are going to focus on number one. The Mishnah on the previous Daf taught, Anywhere there is a fact of Kedushan, and there is no transgression in the marriage, the offspring follows the lineage of the male, meaning a Kohen, Levi, or Israel. Where the marriage is prohibited, the offspring follows the blemished parents, such as a mamzer. This first rule is challenged by Bryson, which Rabbi Yossi said, mamzer. A convert who married a mamzeres, which he holds is permitted, the offspring is a mamzer. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah does not follow Rabbi Yossi's opinion, but that of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds, a convert may not marry a mamzeres. The Mishnah does not write it explicitly because it's included by the general term, kol makam. Alternatively, the Tanakh can be Rabbi Yossi because the Mishnah implies there are exceptions to its rule. The Gemara discusses other cases not listed by the Mishnah and explains how they are either included or excluded by the Mishnah's terms. Pointing to Ravin quoted Rabbi Yochanan, but Umos halich achar with Gentile nations, follow the male regarding the offspring. Nizgaru halich achar If they converted, follow the blemished one from the two of them. The first statement is explained with the Bryce teaching that if a member of the nations other than the seven nations of Canaan has a child from a Canaanite woman, the child can be acquired as a slave like his father and is not condemned to death as his mother is. However, if a Canaanite slave fathers a child from a non-Canaanite woman, the child is considered a Canaanite and must be killed like his father. The second statement is explained, but Amoni Shanasa Mitzris, a male Amoni convert who married a female Mitzri convert. If the child is male, Shadia Basindide cast him after his father because for a male, the Amoni parent is a greater blemish because the prohibition to regular Jews remains indefinitely. But if the child is a female, Shadia Basindida cast her after her mother because for a female, the Egyptian parent is the greater blemish because a female Amoni is permitted to regular Jews. And point number three, the Gemara provides the source that Kedushin is ineffective between those prohibited with the punishment of Karas. The Pasuk states regarding a divorcee, And she leaves his house and goes and becomes a wife for another man, implying She can become married to a strange man, but not to relatives. The Gemara eventually asks that perhaps this only refers to Achos Isha, a wife's sister, about whom the Torah wrote, Hlosikach. You shall not take, connoting marriage. And the above Pusik teaches that Kedushan is not only prohibited, but ineffective. How is this extended to all relatives? The Gemara suggests they can be derived from Akos Isha, since they're all Erva, and carry the punishments of Karis for intentional violations, and Chattas for unintentional violations. However, two cases cannot be derived from a wife's sister. And Isha's Ach, a brother's wife, which has the relative leniency of being permitted in the case of Yibum, as opposed to a wife's sister who is prohibited even as a Yavama, and a married woman who has the leniency of becoming permitted during a husband's lifetime through divorce. So once again, the three points are number one. The mission on the previous daf taught, Anywhere there is effective Kedushan, and there is no transgression in the marriage, the offspring follows the lineage of the male, meaning a Kohen Levi and Yisrael. Where the marriage is prohibited, the offspring follows the blemished parents, such as a mamzer. This first rule is challenged by Bryson, which Rabbi Yossi said, A convert who married a mamzeres, which he holds is permitted, the offspring is a mamzer. The Gemara answers that the Mishnah does not follow Rabbi Yossi's opinion, but that of Rabbi Yehuda, who holds, a convert may not marry a mamzeres. The Mishnah does not write it explicitly because it's included by the general term, kol makam. Alternatively, the Tanakh can be Rabbi Yossi because the Mishnah implies there are exceptions to its rule. The Gemara discusses other cases not listed by the Mishnah and explains how they are either included 
or excluded by the mission's terms. Pointing to Rabbi quoted Rabbi Yochanan, but Umos halich achar zachar with Gentile nations follow the male regarding the offspring. Nizgaru halich achar pagum shibashnem if they converted follow the blemished one from the two of them. The first statement is explained with the Bryce teaching that if a member of the nations other than the seven nations of Canaan has a child from a Canaanite woman, the child can be acquired as a slave like his father and is not condemned to death as his mother is. However, if a Canaanite slave fathers a child from a non-Canaanite woman, the child is considered a Canaanite and must be killed like his father. The second statement is explained, but Amoni Shanasa Mitzris, a male Amoni convert who married a female Mitzri convert. If the child is male, Shadia Basundide cast him after his father because for a male, the Amoni parent is a greater blemish because the prohibition to regular Jews remains indefinitely. But if the child is a female, Shadia Basundida cast her after her mother because for a female, the Egyptian parent is the greater blemish because a female Amoni is permitted to regular Jews. And point number two, the Gemara provides the source that Kedushin is ineffective between those prohibited with the punishment of Karas. The Pasuk states regarding a divorcee, And she leaves his house and goes and becomes a wife for another man, implying She can become married to a strange man, but not to relatives. The Gemara eventually asks that perhaps this only refers to Achos Isha, a wife's sister, about whom the Torah wrote, Losikach. You shall not take, connoting marriage. And the above Pusik teaches that Kedushin is not only prohibited, but ineffective. How is this extended to all relatives? The Gemara suggests they can be derived from Achos Isha, since they are all Ereva, and carry the punishments of Karis for intentional violations, and Chattis for unintentional violations. However, two cases cannot be derived from a wife's sister. And Isha's Ach, a brother's wife, which has a relative leniency of being permitted in a case of Yibum, as opposed to a wife's sister who is prohibited even as the Obama, and a married woman who has the leniency of becoming permitted during a husband's lifetime through divorce. All right, so now we go to Simmerdav Samach Zayin, and this was suggested to us by Richard Berry from Bissag, New Jersey, and by Sean Fried from Woodmere, New York. They both suggested that Samach Zayin is a sizzling barbecue, a sizzling barbecue. So here goes. At the Know Your Yichus sizzling barbecue, a son from an ineffective Kedushan lined up behind his father, watched a boy enter the park behind his father, who was an Amoni Ger, while his sister walked behind her mother, who was a Mitzri convert while all the arayos with the car's liability sat together with an achuzisha, since their kedushin is not effective. Once again, slow motion. At the Noyer Yechus sizzling barbecue, sizzling barbecue, that must be on daf samach zayin. At the Noyer Yechus sizzling barbecue, a son from an effective kedushin lined up behind his father, which reminds us, the mission on the previous daf taught, anywhere there's an effective kedushin and there's no transgression in the marriage, the offspring follows the lineage of the male, meaning a Kohen, Levi, or Yisrael. Where the marriage is prohibited, the offspring follows the blemished parent, such as a mamzer. So, at the Noyer Yechus sizzling barbecue, a son from an effective Kedushan lined up behind his father, watched a boy enter the park behind his father who was an Amoni Ger, while his sister walked behind her mother, who was a Mitzri convert, which reminds us, Rabbi quoted Rabbi Yochanan, but Umos Halich Achrazacher, with Gentile nations, followed the male regarding the offspring. Nizgaru Halich Achrapagum Shibushnam, if they converted, followed the blemished one from the two of them. This second statement is explained. A male Amoni Ger who married a female Mitzri Gyoris, if their child is male, then you cast him after his father, because for a male, the Amoni parent is a greater blemish because the prohibition to regular Jews remains indefinitely. But if the child is a female, you cast her after her mother, because for a female, the Egyptian parent is a greater blemish because a female Amoni is permitted to regular Jews. So at the Know Your Yechus Sizzling Barbecue, a son from an effective Kedushan lined up behind 
behind his father, watched a boy enter the park behind his father, who was an Ammoni Ger, while his sister walked behind her mother, who was a Mitzri convert, while all the Arias with the Kairos liability sat together with an Akhazisha, since her Kedushin is not effective, which reminds us, the more brings the source that Kedushin is ineffective for prohibitions with the Kairos liability, and that all Arias that have a Kairos liability are derived from an Akhazisha. So once again, at the no-year yichus at sizzling barbecue, a son from an effective Kedushan lined up behind his father, watched a boy enter the park behind his father, who was an Ammoni Ger, while his sister walked behind her mother, who was a Mitzri convert, while all the Arayos with a Karas liability sat together with an Akhazisha, since their Kedushan is not effective. All right, so now it's time for Forbah Bat Chazara. Dav Samachimo. So the similar Dav Samachimo is a segue. So here goes. The young man racing on a segue. Segue? That must be more in Dav Samachimo. The young man racing on a Segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman, which reminds us. The next mission states that if one says to a woman, become married to me, on condition that I will speak on your behalf to the ruler or on condition I will work for you like a laborer for a day, the condition is effective if he performs these services. Rachel Akish says, It's only true where he also gave her something worth a pruta, but the service itself does not generate condition. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married, which reminds us, a mission on Amabe states that if a man says, Kidashias Biti, the Eniodelomikidashtia, I married off my daughter, but I do not know to whom I married her, and someone claims he is a husband, Neaman, he's believed. If two people make this claim, one divorces her, and the other may marry a Rav says, Neaman Litan get, the Ein Neaman Lichnos, the one claiming to be the husband is believed to give her a get, but is not believed to marry her, he's believed to divorce because Ein Admachota Bololo, a person does not sin without benefit for himself, but he's not believe to marry because perhaps Yitzro Tokfo, his Yitzro is taking hold of him to make this claim. So the young man racing on a segway to fulfill his condition to speak to the ruler of the land so he could marry a woman, rode past two men claiming to have married the daughter of a man who forgot whom she married, and came across a man testifying to a basin that he married off his Na'ara daughter who didn't look very happy, which reminds us, the Gemara asks, if a father testifies that he accepted condition for his daughter, would we stone to death based on his testimony if she commits adultery as a Na'ara? Rav says we would not because the Torah only granted the father credibility regarding Isser, but not for capital punishment. Ravasi says we would stone based on his testimony and the father is fully believed. So the Zimmer Dav Samachdalad relates to Sod's secret and we use a secret agent. So here goes. The secret agent, secret agent, that must be more Samach Dawid, Sod, secret. The secret agent who passed his first test and believed a father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, which reminds us that the next mission states that if a father says, I married off my daughter and accepted her divorce while she was a minor, if she's still a Katan, he's believed to disqualify her from Kahuna. If she's an adult, he's not believed. If he says she was captured and I ransomed her, he's not believed and she remains permitted to Kahanim. The Torah specifically granted a father believability regarding her marriage in the Pasik as Biti Nasati Ishazeh. I gave my daughter to this man in marriage. So the secret agent who passed his first test and believed a father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadish, a woman, which reminds us, one presumed to be subject to Yibam because it's thought that he has brothers, who claimed at their marriage that she was exempt because he has no brothers. There's reason to believe him because if he was lying, he could have instead assured her that he would divorce her before his death, exempting her from Yibam. Rebbe holds Malio Shakr 
The logic of why should I lie is as compelling as witnesses, thus completely uprooting the previous presumption so he cannot reinstate it at death. So the secret agent who passed his first test and believed the father who said he married off and accepted the divorce of his minor daughter, but not the father who said his daughter was captured and he ransomed her, as well as the second test and believed the man presumed to have brothers who said he did not when he was Makadish a woman, was stumped trying to figure out the identity of the older daughter who a man with two sets of daughters had married off, which reminds us, the next mission states that one who has two sets of daughters from two wives and declares that he accepted condition for his older daughter, but is uncertain if it was the older of his older daughters or the older of his younger daughters or the younger of the older daughters, Rabbi Meir says, All of them are prohibited to remarry without a getting, except for the youngest of the younger daughters, for a person would place himself in a position of doubt by using a term with multiple possible meanings. Rabbi Yossi says, They're all permitted except for the oldest of the older daughters, as he holds a person would not place himself in a position of doubt. So the similar Dav is se, sheep, and we often use a shepherd. So here goes. The shepherd, shepherd, that must be more in Dav Samachay, se, sheep. The shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, and he became prohibited to her relatives, which reminds us the next mission states that if one says to a woman, I married you, and she says, you did not marry me, who he's forbidden to her relatives, but she's permitted to his relatives. Although he's not believed insofar as her prohibition to his relatives is concerned, nor for her to require a get, he is believed to prohibit her relatives to himself through the principle of he made it a forbidden peace to himself, meaning a person's belief when declaring something forbidden to himself. So the shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, and he became prohibited to her relatives, and then was told his attempt to marry another woman with one witness didn't work, which reminds us, Rebuta says, One who marries with a single witness were not concerned for his condition, and she's permitted to marry someone else. Shmuel added that this is so, even if they both admit that they married in his presence, because the single witness is insufficient, not only for his testimony, but for the condition itself to take effect. So the shepherd who was miserable when the shepherdess whom he said he had married said that he had not, he became prohibited to her relatives, and then was told his attempt to marry another woman with one witness didn't work. Was well, when one witness accused him of eating Caleb, requiring him to bring one of his sheep as a chatos, which reminds us, Abai said, If a single witness tells someone you inadvertently ate forbidden fats, and that person was silent, and the witness is believed, and the person must bring a carbon chatos. So the similar Dav Samach Vav relates to sewing, and we use a tailor. So here goes. The blind tailor, tailor, that must be one Dav Samach Vav, sewing. The blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, which reminds us. The Gmore brings the following question. If a single witness tells a man that his wife committed adultery, and the husband is silent, does she become prohibited to her husband? Abai says, he's believed, and she's prohibited to him. And Rava says, he's not believed. It's a matter concerning erva. And a matter concerning erva cannot be established by fewer than two witnesses. Abai seeks support for its position from an incident involving a blind man. So the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife committed adultery, couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing the seats, who was getting angry at some sages, which reminds us, the Gemara brings the story of Yanai Melech at the Suda celebrating a conquest and the story of the seats which led to the killing of the Chachamim. So the blind tailor who didn't react when a single witness told him his wife 
committed adultery, couldn't see the king outside at a feast wearing that seats who was getting angry at some sages, and didn't know if he was Tommy or Tower when he was informed the mikvah he was tovel in was found to be deficient and had less than forty saw, which reminds us, Abraissa discusses a mikvah used under presumption that it contained forty saw and was later found deficient. Rabbi Tarvin ruled all the taros previously prepared based on this mikvah to be taller by assuming it was full until found deficient. And Rabbi Kiva ruled them tamid. Rabbi Tarvin explained mikvah zebecheska sham made. This mikvah was presumed to be full and should not be ruled deficient earlier out of doubt. Rabbi Kiva responded that the people or kalim, which were tovel in this mikvah, were previously tamid and should not be ruled tower out of doubt. Rabbi Tarfan continued that it's analogous to a comb performing a vote who is discovered to be a son of a divorcee or a chalutza rendering him a chalal and unfit for a vote that has previously performed a vote is valid. Rabbi Kiva responded that it's analogous to a cone discovered to be a balmum whose previous vote is invalid. Alright, so now it's time to conclude the pop quiz of 10 questions. Number 1. Which stuff do we discuss what the din is if someone says to a man that his wife committed adultery and the man is silent, whether the wife becomes prohibited to him? That's on duff. Good number two, which stuff do you learn that anywhere there's an effect of Kedushan and no Avera, the Yuchus follows the male? That's on Dav. Good number three, which stuff do you who's engaged in a case where the father with two sets of daughters accepted Kedushan for the older one but can't remember whom he was referring to? That's on Dav. Good number four, which stuff do you learn that Kedushan is not affected with prohibitions? That's on Dav. Good number five. Which stuff do you discuss if a father testifies that he married off his Na'ara daughter? Can she be Chayv Skila if she commits adultery afterwards? That's on Dav. Good number six. Which stuff do you when the Wenachim convert and marry each other, the Yichus goes after the one who is blemished? That's on Dav. Good number seven. Which stuff do you when someone is silent when they're accused of eating Chayv Bishogeg, then the person is believed and the guilty party must bring a Chatas? That's on Dav. Good number eight. Which stuff of a case where a father married off his daughter but can't remember to whom? That's on Dav. Good number nine. Which stuff of the challenge to Yana Himelch's Yichus and his murderous reaction? That's on Dav. Good. And number ten. Which stuff of Melchok is about the mikvah which was found to be deficient and whether we learn from a Balmum or a Chalal? That's on Dav. Samach Vav. Excellent. That concludes today's year. This is Rabbi Ram Goldhar from Zichu wishing you a great day and great learning.